right, this is me trying out a podcast. Just kind of for fun. It'll be about entrepreneurship in small towns because that's what I'm doing and that's what I'm interested in. Uh, I like that perspective. Um, So that's uh, what we're going to try to do. Interview entrepreneurs uh, starting and who have started businesses in small towns. We'll see how it goes. Also, fun fact, you can find someone on the internet to record a professional podcast intro for you, and it costs $11. Welcome to the Hometown Founder Podcast, where we talk to entrepreneurs who are doing big things from small places. And now, your host, Kyle Rawson. All right, welcome to podcast number zero. This isn't really an official podcast. We're pretty much only doing this to test out the capabilities and make sure that it's not totally terrible. So when we interview somebody legit, we know that it works. I mean, no offense, Peter. I mean, I'm the most legit person I'll ever interview. Peter, Peter, why don't you introduce yourself to the one and a half people listening to the podcast? Why are you so important? One and a half. <laughs> guys, say, one and a half people listening. There's a person cut in half in the hospital from the top up there right. listening to the podcast. Uh, my name is Peter Cole. I am a YouTube gamer, a uh, person marketing on social networks, all around gaming, and kind of documenting my story as I go along. And that's why I'm important, I guess, because for the 10,000 people that follow me on Instagram and my YouTube following, they like what I do, so. And I think what makes you the most, I mean, all that's great, but even more powerful and influential of a fact is that you are currently interning at Darcy Media here with me. Oh yeah, yeah, right? I forgot about that. that. That's why I'm important for this podcast. That's why I'm here <laughs> even, because. So Peter, Peter interns with us. Um, Dallin Smith is also with us, Dallin. Why don't, why don't you take a second and say who you are? All right. My name is Dallin Smith. And that's Dallin. So let's get <laughs> yeah, 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 that's about it. That's all you need to know. Point in case. I was just kidding. I mean, you can <laughs> no, it's good. I'm from Arizona. Um, I'm a car enthusiast. I uh, ride dirt bikes. I'm pretty into the gym. I work for this super dope company called Siphon Sound, and that's about it. So, Peter, we all want to be like you. Tell us your story, man. How did you get into YouTubing? How did you get into being uh, so influential on Instagram? How would you get into all this stuff? Uh, well, I started with YouTube first. I didn't have any actual social network growth before then. Um, with YouTube, I started because I was already really into gaming in the first place, and I saw all these people being successful on that platform with people What do you being- mean successful? Like... They having, were making money or like making money and having large audiences. They were able to they had a group of people that was consistently around their content that came to watch every day. They had lots of views and yeah, they made money from it too. So, so I'm curious on that. Did you start off doing this gaming YouTube thing because you looked at it as a way to provide a living or was it just a hobby at first and then the aspirations to make money th- from it came later like where was the initial thought process in starting it? I did look at it more as a business in the beginning, like because I already played games and I've always wanted games to be something involved in my business. And I was originally thinking I wanted to 
develop games, but then I was like, no, it's not really for me. So then I was like, okay, this YouTube thing, people have made businesses out of this, and I think I could do this too. Plus, I wanted an audience and stuff I could eventually expand my business off afterwards. So yeah, I did start YouTube as a business in the beginning. That's where it started. And did it morph into something else today, or is it still something that you look at primarily as a potential business opportunity? I, it's hard to say. I mean, I definitely look at it as a business opportunity and I'll always look at it as that. But at the same time, I love doing I don't play games unless I'm doing YouTube anymore and I used to play games all the time. So that it is my passion to do YouTube as just making videos, talking with people, having a community. But then I also always do look at the business aspect of it. Dallin, is this super weird to you that like <laughs> Peter went from a kid who played games for fun and he just said the only reason he plays games now is to build his YouTube channel, which he primarily looks at as a business device. Like, does that sound super weird to you, not being in the in this industry? I'm not in the industry either. But like, <laughs> I mean, yes and no. I I I kind of don't like to admit this, but I was a nerd, man. I, <laughs> I would game so hard as a little kid. My parents would make so much fun of me. But uh, I had a lot of friends that were like that, and. Uh, they became good at it and they became like a little different professional yeah. gamers and they got paid to game but now like it's the same situation they don't play games because they like it they they play because they need to make it money and so i can see how like his passion all of a sudden turned into his career it's, it's cool but it is definitely weird to think that the only reason why <laughs> he does his passion anymore is to make money it's it's interesting to me so i'm 30 so when i was growing up in elementary school and middle school like people would talk, teachers would talk to kids and discourage video game playing and they would use the, they, they would say, you're never gonna make money from, this isn't gonna turn into a job or whatever, like you should, and now here we are where people are playing video games on the internet and people are watching them and they're making advertising revenue from that. Are you guys young enough? Did Was that a thing when you guys were in school, Dallin or Peter, or? When in school? Because like when I was young, no, it was still, you're just wasting your time playing video games. But when YouTube first started in 2006, and it was really in 2008, 2009 that people started coming into the space. And then 2012, it really hit with gamers. And so my that was when I was finishing off high school. 2012 I graduated so for me at that point yes it was something like oh people were actually doing this like this is there are gamers growing here but no when I was in school originally I just played games and never thought I'd be able to I thought I had to be a game developer or a game tester and that was it to be able to make a living off video games or a professional gamer but I never thought I was good enough to do that <laughs> so da how old are you how old are you Dallin? I'm 24 how old are you Peter? 23 okay do you guys have you guys have younger siblings do you know mm -hmm. is this is do teachers still tell kids don't waste your time with video oh, games. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's oh. not practical to most of these teachers. Cause I mean, they're teaching regular classes for kids to grow up and go into the business or the workforce. They're not teaching people how to be creatives, how to go and be independent, doing your own content and stuff like that. So to them, it's just like the whole, you always have to have a backup plan because nobody ever believes you'll actually be able to do that kind of stuff still to this gotcha. day. Gotcha. So when I was growing up, it was pre anybody making money by being a video game player. Mm -hmm. And so, teachers and every other responsible adult uh, <laughs> discouraged playing video games and viewed it as purely a waste of time. Today, while it's, it's still not, not, it still may not be a practical uh, career decision, but it is definitely possible to make a living playing video games. Notwithstanding, you're saying that teachers are still not 
encouraging that and discouraging it at the same level that they were before it was even a possibility. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely much more possibility. But I, I would say for, for teachers, though, it's not really the way our um, education system is set up. It's not really meant for them to encourage you to be creative and go out and do these weird kind of things like becoming a YouTuber. Not only is it a ton of work, but you it's there's so many factors that go into being successful on there that it's not as easy as just oh, I'm great at math I'm gonna become an accountant and then you can just go get a job because you don't go get a job at YouTube you have to create your business create your job and so it's still sorry <laughs> still not super practical gotcha so when I was growing up uh, kind of the the crazy aspirational kids would say like I want to be in the NBA I want to be a, a famous uh, singer, movie star, or whatever. I heard somebody say the other day that that there's been a shift in that a lot of young kids today, like the crazy ones that want to aspire to be something, that they're saying that they want to be YouTubers and they want to oh, be yeah. Instagram influencers. Have mm -hmm. you guys have you seen that, Donald? Have you seen that with like your your younger siblings, or have you heard? Is that like a a pre prevalent thing? Yes and no. I think uh, it's actually a big upcoming thing with girls. I think a lot of girls want to be uh, social media influencers, makeup influencers, like that sort of stuff. It's a little bit different for guys unless you're like super into the fitness scene. But I know it's for girls. There's a lot of fashion, trending, makeup, like health, crafty, blogging kind of stuff that like a lot of people say I want to be a blogger and that's kind of weird to say but now it's totally normal and people make a lot of money off it yeah is it normal because if if I were to tell I mean heck I told some people that I was thinking about starting a podcast and I got a little bit of like that's kind of a weird thing to do is is podcasting YouTubing being an Instagram influencer is there not a social stigma attached to those things anymore no not to a younger generation no way not even a chance like I mean all these people are growing up the people that aspire to be youtubers like I think the people that watch YouTube all aspire to be youtubers or be like that because they want to be able to do those things I mean when you just imagine that's what people are normally seeing nowadays younger generations they're growing up with YouTube with podcasts with social network influencers that's where they're seeing the people they like they don't go to TV or movies and actors anymore it's these people that they can easily relate with and talk to on Twitter and YouTube and Instagram and stuff so for them that is what they want to do because they want to be able to be like that well, let's wrap it up. Super interesting podcast episode number zero. <laughs> want to thank my guests, <laughs> Peter Cole. P Peter, why don't, you, why don't you tell all the many listeners where they can find you on, on the various social networks so they can follow your journey in becoming a famous gamer, YouTuber, Instagrammer. Well, well, if the one and a half people watching want to follow me, they can follow me. I'm I am Peter Cole everywhere. So my Twitter, my Facebook, my Instagram, my YouTube. You type in I'm Peter Cole and any of those things, and my name's gonna come up. So, what about you, Dallin? If we want to see shirtless pictures of you at the gym, how can we find those? <laughs> Just go to your local Gold's Gym. Look for the biggest dude in the gym, and that's me. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening to the podcast, Mom. We'll talk to you guys later. <laughs>